Welcome to the Bards FM podcast. This is Scott Kesterson, and tonight you're listening to Sleight of Hand. This war is real. Fighting is everything. Even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. Tempt not the righteous man to draw his sword. Conviction. Righteousness, ruthlessness. To understand tolerance, you have to understand the line of intolerance. War is the teacher, soldiers are the students. They become the bards of war. Good evening, patriots. Today is Thursday, January 20th, 2022. And we are once again entering into another show (laughs) in the same crazy world that we've all been growing up in this last year. Just shake my head every day at the level of crazy that just keeps evolving and the things that just keep happening and how much of this, there's just this constant repeat of the same binary outcomes and nothing really is changing unless we choose to change it. And we're going to get into what those things are that we can do tonight and tomorrow night by looking at the sleight of hand that's happening before us. Begin, before we begin tonight, hit call out to MyPillow, MyPillow.com. Your promo code is BARDS, B-A-R-D-S, MyPillow.com. Your promo code is BARDS for all sorts of great savings on the MyPillow site. Right now, there's all sorts of savings going on, including 50% off on women's sleepwear, 50% off on men's sleepwear, off on all sorts of bath towels and sheets, 50% off on the Gossamer blankets. They're fantastic. 50% off on the My Quilts. Man, I can go on and on. 50% off on the Down Comforters. They're just fantastic. There's tons of specials and sales going on right now. So head on over to MyPillow.com. Take advantage of some of these great savings that are going on. When you go there, we do have our our landing page, MyPillow.com forward slash Bards. But these specials aren't going to be updated on that site right now, not until next week when they finish the update on the website. So head on over to MyPillow.com, scroll on down to the radio listeners box, use your promo code, BARDS, B-A-R-D-S, take advantage of all these great savings. And at the same time, you can use that promo code on FrankSpeech.com and on MyStore.com. So that's a fantastic thing. Also, The Founders Bible thefoundersbible.com. Your promo code there is BARDS, B-A-R-T-S. You can use that in the coupon section at checkout to get 20% off on these epic Bibles. These are heirloom Bibles. They are one of the, what I consider to be the Bible for our time, an NASB 1995 edition with many of our founding fathers' documents worked in throughout the scripture. So you can literally experience not only God's word, but a great history in our, and a lesson in our own history of how our founding fathers used the scripture as a living language. So again, thefoundersbible.com, promo code BARDS. Finally, my my pillow, I just did that one. Finally, Expedition, expeditioncoffee.com, X-P-E-D, expeditioncoffee.com. That's the BARDS coffee. It's fantastic coffee. It's designed for the warriors of our time. Gives you a boost of energy that sustains all day long, helps keep you focused, and it sets the baseline to help strengthen your immune system. Expedition Coffee, X-P-E-D, expeditioncoffee.com is also is the home for a whole ecosystem of products to keep your immune system strong and maintain your health sovereignty to keep you away from the hospital and pharmaceutical death camps that seem to be everywhere right now. So head on over there to expeditioncoffee.com, check out the coffee, check out Immune XP, which is an immune booster based on pine cone extract with high levels of vitamin C. Check out the Gut Health Triad, which is designed to heal and seal your gut. Leaky gut is one of the primary problems of health dysfunction in our country. Check out Pure 47, one of the most refined silver extracts on the market at a nano level, can literally isolate all the pathogens, including the full complement of SARS-CoV virus bioweapons that have been launched against us. And check out Earth, a great body full nutrient supplement powder, one scoop a day, All of this goes into building your complete health ecosystem that is strong and can endure this fight. 
So, Patriots, I'm going to start with something, a story, relate a story to you tonight in a series of short audio clips, and this is going to lead into a lot of where we're going, but there's been, I've been saying this for some time, that we have to keep our eye on the ball. There's a lot of sleight of hand going on, and the biggest thing is that the front end of this fight, which is the illusion, which is politics, Republican Party, Democrat Party, all this nonsense, even the mask stuff, all of this is the front end of the fight to keep everybody distracted. Even the vax part is part of that distraction because the injection, as they've been rolling out the injection, you've heard me tell you this, they've been rolling out this injection. They've got different lot numbers with different levels of concentrations. They're killing a bunch of one batch of people while they're experimenting on the right doses. And the whole objective ultimately for the inject for the vax is to get that that technology integrated into the human system so that they can get as many people digitally tagged and ultimately controlled, but also using this first baseline, which is like 30, the true numbers are like 30 or 40% of the public. That's their guinea pig lot. Those are the people that they want, they, they will continue to track and monitor. And I'm sure they would have loved to have the entire population say, oh, I'll roll up my sleeve and take the injection. There's no question about that. But the fact of the matter is that, that they're, they are very adaptive in this model, and they've been playing a good cop, bad cop model the whole time, telling you, oh, it's safe or you're going to be mandated. The other side says no mandates, but it's still around. Nobody, as I've been telling you, has been saying no vax because the vax is a central part, and that technology of developing that is a central part to this new system. So is 5G, and there's two fights going on on 5G, which – is happening. We have 5G on the ground towers. And of course we have Elon Musk's Skynet, which by the way, if you get over and check out monkey works uh, program today, outstanding reporting today on monkey works. It's, and it's called guardian network AI spy in the last few minutes of that uh, piece, he maps out visually shows you how complex, how deeply distributed and developed the Skynet. It is stunning. Elon Musk's Skynet should just about makes your head spin because they have they are literally creating a global digital prison. This is what they're doing. I don't care what they say. I don't care if this stupid Q movement tells us it's going to be white hats in control. They can all pound sand because the reality is when you overlay this with the function of the of the what they're trying to do with the military industrial complex the fact is that we are dealing with a, a, a very offensive, aggressive enemy that is trying to seek to create a complete digital ecosystem on the earth where no one can move without them knowing exactly what you're doing. Central to that whole model is controlling you and controlling money. This is a big deal. So this leads me to the beginning of the story tonight, which is Mike Lindell. As you probably have heard, Mike Lindell has had the bank accounts for my pillow canceled. And this is how these politics work. Now, the first thing we should probably look at, this just happened, and we're going to play a couple of audio clips here, of the conversations with, with their lawyer and talking to the banksters and kind of give you an insight to how these sorts of things are handled. It's quite interesting. But I do want to reference something that's kind of interesting because on October 6, 2021, our hand puppet Biden met with all the bank CEOs and other business leaders regarding the debt ceiling showdown with the GOP. Now, keep that in mind. They've turned the, the showdown into a, a fake political feud as if the GOP is going to be they're bad guys because they won't raise the debt. They're all part of the same game. Keep that in mind. But what is what is Mike Lindell pushing for? Mike Lindell is constantly pushing for the resolution of the 2020 election and establishing voter integrity, which would make the current coup, which is being led by the banksters and led by Big Pharma and led by the military industrial complex, all of those are your players in this coup. All of them are meeting then with Biden. And isn't it interesting that following that, that Mike Lindell got subpoenaed for the January 6th McCarthy group, 
which is another thing. Remember, McCarthy-era anti-communism was a bunch of garbage. It was a whole fake trial set. The main thing that they were during, do, doing during the McCarthy era was identifying free thinkers and destroying them. And so they were forcing the public to think that they were fighting communism, and they tagged all these people as communists. And in, the, in so doing, they ruined their lives and showed that the hand of the federal government was actually a wicked hand, and that if you dared win against it, they would crush you. Well, we're in the same thing right now. They just call it January 6th. And even the Revolver today, which I usually like the Revolver's reporting, wrote one of the suckiest articles I've ever said, seen, really trying to say that this was a, the populist movement had become frustrated and violent in January 6th. It's pure garbage. People are literally starting to believe the lie. And that's the key thing about propaganda. And there, this idea of repeating something over and over until people believe the lie. And that's literally what's happening. So I want you to hear this opening clip which is the, the setup to have Mike Lindell's accounts canceled. So here we go. My boss and Mr. Bishop is that I will call you. And I said, Steve, can we give them time to close their accounts? And you know, you're a busy guy. You got a lot of balls in the air and many things on your plate. And he says, yeah, if we can just do it within 30 days, that's fine. Okay, so this is the setup. So Mike Lindell... Obviously, Patriot Christian, running a great company that we've all supported. They've now decided that they're going to close the accounts of the whole company in 30 days. Now, here we go. A little bit more on this. So you're, so you're saying, so right now, the timeline that we're kind of given is, is that yeah. the account needs to be closed. This week. For this Frank's week. Speech. By yeah. Friday, you're saying, or just by the, by the end of, okay. I would say within seven days, if you could, and if you would, then. I mean, there is there isn't nobody's chasing you, but it's my boss's boss has said, Tom, would you please? Yeah, yeah, no, I understand. I mean, yeah. and at the end of the day, you know, that's you know, you have to do what your job requires you to. Um, can you can you give me any? In, so you said there's also potentially some bleeding going into over the other accounts as well. But so should and I, I would say all of them, yes. So they're just, yeah. they just, they just haven't reached that hype yet, but I could be getting a call next week with the same conversation. Um, well, this would be the same call to say, Frank speech for sure as soon as we can. In the next month, if we could, the other accounts as well. Just it's, it's the perceived public reputation risk that if for some crazy reason somebody subpoenas and Ask for bank records. We just don't want to have our name in the press. Okay, so for anything related to Mike, then. Yep. Okay. So the way they've got this set up is that by reputation risk to the bank and perceived risk, you are now an enemy of the financial institution. In other words, they don't want to have to be subpoenaed and they don't want to be in the news because that might be something like, oops, um, <clears throat> we're not such good guys anyway. After all, we hold your money, we, we leverage your money times 10 or even more to make money out of nothing. Remember, that's fractional banking. And in doing so, we're going to charge you interest to pay back the money that we took from you. And we'll give you some little token interest, like half a percent on your savings account or 1%. And you'll be happy because we're the bankers and we control the flow of money. Money is the is how they are working this entire system. If you're going to look at one integrated piece, it is the Babylonian system of tying everything to a commerce and exchange system. Okay? It's really interesting. So let's let's continue. We're going to get into a little bit more of here about reputation risk. This is kind of an interesting little piece. But just because of our organization saying, well, why are we connected with somebody that could be in the news and not that the FBI is even sniffing and looking, yeah. but what if somebody came in and said, you know what, we are going to subpoena all his account records and this and that, and then all of a sudden we make the news. So it's a more of a reputation risk. You wouldn't know this, but I, I used to bank Tom Petters, and, um, or I was involved in dealing with Mr. Petters, and all of a sudden, you know, you get a subpoena, yeah. And it's like, oh, man, and then they, you make the news, and it wasn't at this organization when I did that. 
but I, I also banked another guy just like Mike Lindell, who used to be in the Eden Prairie and was indicted. Yeah. And it's like, darn, darn, darn. You love the way he does it. Mike Lindell. Like the big drama. Mike Lindell. You should all be, you all should be scared on now. This, these bankers, I mean, I swear they're like lizard heads to begin with. But anyway, the, the whole point here is what they are setting up is a case to be able to, and you're going to hear more of this in just a second. And, and as we go through this, they don't, people assume that the banks are there for their convenience. But this is, they consider themselves a, a very select and elite institution that gives you the right to bank at their will. Keep that in mind. Very important. So what they're basically doing here is they are firing their client. So listen to this. We fired the client. And that's what it kind of feels like we're doing to you, even though you have not done anything illegal. Yeah. And nothing, you know. You have not mishandled your account. So you got that. He didn't do anything illegal, and he has not mishandled their account, but they have decided to fire the client. It's like employment at will. Here we go. Listen to this now. What happens if you get canceled at a bank? You know, whenever a bank closes your account, you're on a bad boy list, and we are not closing your account. Okay. So we're just asking you to close it. <laughs> So it's like this, please close your account. And if you don't close your account, we are going to blacklist you from every other bank possible. But if you decide that you will close your account, we'll just make sure all the other banks don't do business with you either. You see how this is working. This is the setup for the social credit score, by the way. And it's very important to comprehend what's happening here. This is not small. And though it's, it may be, it's definitely not being covered on the news. They definitely cannot be. Uh, we're not seeing enough of it covered in the Patriot movement because everybody's so wrapped around this stupid junk coming out of Virginia and whatever else nonsense. And half the Q movement's just waking up to the vax. We're like, welcome to the show. We've been on that one for 18 months. This is literally one of the biggest stories going right now. And it is because it's representing to you the power of what they're preparing to do to everyone. If you don't comply with their agreement, they will cut you out of the financial system. And the more that they control the flow of money and the control of the system through this 5G net, and that's, by the way, make America great again, because, of course, make America great again is instrumental. It has to have 5G part of it. Just saying, because this is the truth. All right. If you don't comply, they will kick you out. There's nothing. They will simply cut you out of the system. So let's let's talk about. Let's talk about what it is that your rights are. And let's listen to this clip. What your rights are as a client at a bank. Before I close the conversation here, yes, what, yes. what happens, what happens if, if, if Mike would refuse to close like some of his accounts or whatever, what, then what does the bank have on its side? Is it because do they, do they, then would we move into that black ball category or that have some sort of reason to close it down? I mean, right now we're trying to maintain we're on good business relationship terms, right? I mean, yeah. that's, that's the yeah. purpose of the phone call. Um, but it, I mean, this, but does the bank have any leverage in this situation or do they have to actually have a reason? Is, is it all at, like at will employment? It's the same yes. kind of thing yes. here. Yes. Like I said, you know, not everybody has the right to bank wherever they want to bank. It's a privilege. Yep. And if a bank says, we don't like the way you part your hair, you know, we could be sued for being discriminatory of, you know, why are you doing this in my neighborhood? Why are you, is it the color of my skin? And banks all have training and we're following compliance that we're not just discriminatory. We have to be uniform across how we treat all of our clients. So there have training in what? Obviously training in how to excuse a client so they don't get sued and so that they don't cross lines. This is a human resources play here. We don't want to cross lines of being accused of being discriminatory. We're asking you to leave because of a reputational risk. And so we don't want to bring in things like color. We don't want to bring things like any sort of discrimination because you happen to be Republican and we don't want to support that move because we don't want Donald Trump back in. We want to keep with the Biden that's allowing us to rape more money out of the system. We're, we're banksters and we want the people that we can control most, but that doesn't matter because we don't want your reputational risk coming into us. That's the bottom line. 
And how they're using this is this potential threat of being subpoenaed by the FBI. Notice how Congress and the political institution, Republican and Democrat combined, work, working with the FBI, working with our judicial system, all work in concert with the Fed to put pressure ultimately on a bank and a large banking system. Now, this is the Minnesota Bank and Trust, which is owned there by the Heartland Financial. I love this. This is Midwest values at its finest. Fly over America. Don't worry. We'll be okay because the true values of America sit within the Midwest. Fail. That's literally a fail right there. Okay? So all of this is just part of this setup right now as they start to test case this and test case this to go after a big player, Mike Lindell, my pillow, because they are literally above the law and outside of a concern for you. They've simply told you right here, not everyone has the right to bank. It's a privilege. That is the conditional set right there for this new social credit score. Now, let's just say that you wanted to talk to the higher up. Let's just hear this last conversation here. If you want to take it up a level and have a complaint with those higher up in the ranks than this minion that's talking on the phone. Listen to this. I would say please call me back if you want me to give you any insights or if, if you need Steve Bishop's phone number. And I would think that Steve is just going to – he used to be a senior exec at Wells Fargo, and he's not afraid of taking tough phone calls, but he will – pretty much say that, you know, thank you, but we just are choosing to exit the relationship and I'm not so sure who give resolution if Mike is seeking that. So in other words, please feel free to call me. Please feel free to work through the problem, but the answer is no, get the hell out of our bank. This is the future. This is a glimpse into our future. And as people walk around with their head buried up their backside, still wearing a mask and people are falling for this vax, this is the setup of a direction we're going in the, in the in our culture. Okay, let me let, let me play another clip for you. This is one minute nineteen seconds. You've everyone's been all hyped up about this great new thing that happened in the UK. The great new thing in the UK. Boris Johnson has now stopped the mask mandates. Everybody's celebrating. the The, the patriots are running around with their hair on fire, saying, "Look, look, look at this." Look at me. We've won. We've won. Yeah, we've sure won. Listen to this. This government wants to give the police the power to stop and search anyone attending a demonstration or protest. Boris Johnson is turning this country into an authoritarian state. The police should not have the power to stop and search you on the street for no reason. We already know that these tactics disproportionately impact black people. These new powers would make that worse while criminalising protests at the same time. Now, if that wasn't bad enough, this anti-protest bill would also introduce ASBOs for protesters. It'll limit what you can do on the internet, where you can go, and even who you can talk to. And if you don't comply, they'll throw you into prison. This government are trying to push this bill through Parliament right now, and we can't allow that to happen. So there are three things that you can do right now to fight this bill. Number one, write to your MP to tell them to oppose this bill. Number two, take to the streets to participate in Kill the Bill protests in the coming weeks. Number three, the Lords are voting on the bill on Monday. So share this video now to tell them to vote against it. These draconian laws set new precedents. Precedents that won't end with just black people and protesters. That's why we need to kill this bill. So you can see this, Patriots, how this is going all over the world. And it's literally a moving chess game. All right. If we want to talk about 5D chess. This is the real 5D chess right here. Okay. We have to get louder and get more boisterous about all of this. I'll see if I can find the, the remember, this is Heartland Financial, and this is what Mike Lindell is dealing with, and Minnesota Bank and Trust. Every patriot out here should be calling them, and if you have accounts with them, pull them out, and you should be bearing them in letters and protests. I realize that doesn't make change, but the one thing that people do too often is they just send digital letters. All you do that with that is put a tag on it and dump it to a file and it gets erased. 
I've said this before. If you're going to make a difference, start writing letters and overload the post office. There should be 100,000, 500,000 letters piling up at the post office for them to deal with because that's labor time, that's taxing, it's visual, and we need to start that. Now, with that, we also need to be looking at how to get out of this banking nightmare. This is the crux, the, the clutch that they hold us with, all right? And I'm going to talk more about that tomorrow night, but there are some real options out here to transform what we're doing. I've heard rumors already of, you know, patriot groups trying to start banks, but here's the problem. They're trying to start a bank, and a bank is just another repeat of a Babylonian system. It will fail. Plus, in order to start a bank in the States, you have to work within the banking regulations established by the Fed. I've heard of movements across the country right now that are trying to find foreign offshore banking outlets. This is ridiculous. You can't create the same institution and rely on the same backbone of the infrastructure if we're going to win this fight. This is the problem that has been happening, which is this binary solution issue. They box everybody in, and then you're given an A and a B. So here's what you're going to be dealing with right now. You're going to hear the rise of crypto. And people are going to talk about crypto is the answer. We can set up local currencies. We can all do crypto exchanges and this and that. Unless you own your own servers and unless you have a way of transmitting across lines that you own, you're going to be subject to their backbone. And so while crypto may be a temporary step out of the system, and I do agree with that, that there are crypto options, and we're not going to get into that tonight, but there are crypto options. Catherine Austin Fitz has presented that very, very well in her idea of working with crypto as a, but it has to be a morphing crypto, meaning it has to constantly change to keep ahead of their AIs and their ability to hack it. We need to be looking at a different process to break the bone, the backbone of their infrastructure. We're locked into a Babylonian system, and this system that they're building is getting more intense every day. With the grid that they're setting up with Skynet, nice name too, by the way, Skynet, it's right in your face. I mean, Elon Musk is, is saying it, Skynet. They're putting in the brain chip this year with Elon Musk's group, They're implanting the first human trial of the brain chip after they put one in a monkey this last year and got the monkey to play chess and ping pong. Okay, this is a I I guess I'm calling it Skynet. It's actually Starlink. It was the same thing. Starlink. The whole thing is a Babylonian grid. All right. And what we're dealing with here is a it's a big cell job. You've got AT&T, Verizon pushing for the 5G ground network, and you have Elon Musk simultaneously building Starlink. Now, where where are you hearing in the news about this whole global grid for 5G and SATCOM and the new era? You're not, except if you pick it up quietly with the discussions within government, they're talking about Internet 3.0. Well, there's a couple of aspects to that, but you're keeping your eyes on the 5G ground system. And while they build this space-based system all around us. So we keep trying to fight this thing by playing on their board. I say this over and over. And it's got to come to a point where we're not. If you can't pay for your cell phone, if you can't pay for your sat phone, you're off the grid. If you don't meet their compliance, you're off the digital grid. Everything is about compliance into their space. And even the hackers are going to be facing a problem as we roll into this more quad, quad quantum space because they're trying to create a space where the dark web no longer exists. So the digital world is a place of dealing literally in Satan's lair. How do we fight this? This is a simple question, and we start with this. We have to go back to go forward. So let me tell you about a system that just ironically, the U.S. terrorist organizations, our counter-terrorist organizations have studied immensely because they've tagged it as a place to money launder for terrorists. And it's a system called Hawala. Let me read you a little bit about Hawala. Now, interestingly, Hawala originating from an Arabic term for transfer or trust is an informal method of transferring money without any money physically moving from one place to another. It is based on a system of money lenders known as Hawalanders. Hawal, Hawalers. 
which is generally used in the Middle East, Africa, and Indian subcontinent outside traditional banking systems common among the Western world. Hawala is originates has unique aspects of Hawala include its dependence, ready for this, on an honor system among, among the people using the Hawala, and a relationship with the Hawala networks often is based on familial, village, and ethnic ties. It's not based on the digital infrastructure. Now, I just find this interesting because when you study Hawala, if I would encourage you all to study Hawala, you learn very quickly that Hawala was tagged by the FBI as a money laundering system for terrorists. So you know where they're going to go with this. So even better to study and figure out how to make it work. Let me continue. The history of the Hawala system was first developed in India during the 8th century, remaining in use ever since, primarily in Islamic countries. Hawala provided its users with an alternative system of conducting fund transfers across geographical borders instead of the traditional method of using bank wire transfers. The system became quite sophisticated over the last few centuries, was used for trade among the Silk Road, and later developed into a fully-fledged money market instrument in South Asia. Indeed, it only got replaced by the more traditional and formal banking systems common in the Western nations in the middle of the 20th century. In fact, one could make a very solid argument that part of the reason that we were destroying the Middle East was to destroy the Hawala system. And we tagged it as a terrorist network in order to prevent these people from using a traditional system and force them into a digital banking system, which is where we are today. Now, these are this. We have to start thinking outside the box. We have to start thinking outside of their binary system. And when you start dealing with, you're looking at a Mike Lindell who, and his company who's being squeezed and the size of that company. If you, he has resources to fight this. He has legal resources. He has an ability to even start his own bank. And I hope he does because I'll follow that. In fact, I already sent that to them <laughs> as a strong suggestion. That would be good. But my point is, they have the resources to fight it, but it, the common person isn't going to have those resources. And when we get down to that trench level and we get down to that fighting level where we're all at, we have to start thinking old and new. And we can't be dependent on systems that have massive infrastructure that they own and control. So something like this, and I'm not saying this is the answer, but something like this is when we start to open our minds to new possibilities of how to look to the past to learn to fight the present. One of the most devastating things, things in a war in the modern age is something called low-tech defeats high-tech. The low-technology ways of doing things which are not tied to digital the digital grid, not tied to traditional tracking, are almost impossible for the modern system to track. They'll tell you otherwise, but it's not true. When you're dealing with a way to defeat the system, and I'll give you a great example, which is Black Hawk Down. That whole issue that happened in Somalia, when they flew those Black Hawks in, they were shot down by RPGs. Why is that a big deal? Because no one in the tactics considered the idea that an anti-tank missile without a, a heat-seeking warhead with just a fire-and-forget concept like shooting a bullet would be used against aircraft. And they're not accurate at all. But what they did is they put shooters on the rooftops and they fired volleys, and in firing volleys, they ended up shooting down a, a helicopter. That's low-tech defeats high-tech. And it was a disaster for us on that day. So when we're looking at old systems, there is a tremendous gain in looking at how older cultures are doing things and what we can do to bring this in. Here's another thing to consider. And yes, I've been working on this financial model for a little bit, but it's important to look at this. Hawalas are a one way. And if you tie Hawalas to say ham radio conversations where you can literally do orders using you can transfer, you can talk to one another in, in an encrypted form on the radio. You don't have a maintenance fee of a monthly account. You're just transmitting over the airways. And yes, airways can be disrupted, but it's, there's so many bandwidths on, on ham, it's, you can't shut them all down because infrastructure still rely on them. 
you have to get smart into identifying how to use some of these technologies for our advantage and at the same time, how to move this forward. We have to be developing local cottage industries. And what they're trying to do is squeeze the position so much that unless you're injected, unless you are compliant, unless you're a good formal citizen, you're not going to be allowed to participate. And that's a critical part of this whole structure is their ability to make you believe that there's only one option and it's binary. It's not binary. When you look at the way this system is being developed, they're trying to go after truckers right now with a vax. Why? Because the replacement for the, they're trying to ultimately replace truckers and that'll be the first wave of the autonomous vehicles. But they can't make the autonomous vehicles work. They can't make the new crypto dollar work until this 5G network or Skylink, we might as well be Skynet, is in, in incorporated, right? Look at, you know, consider this today, that the, the Fed released today the, their, their report on the net new digital dollar. Why don't they just roll it out? Well, they haven't rolled it out in part because the system, the infrastructure to support the digital dollar is not in place yet. And they're trying to soft roll it. They want people to get accustomed to the idea that there's going to be a digital coin dollar backed by the central banking system. All of these steps each time are just get people thinking about it and soft rolling it. They drop this on one side. The Pfizer CEO at the same time is awarded a million dollar award today for his development of the mRNA and roll out of that. You've got Pfizer CEO telling you that we're going to get back to new normal in about two months, that COVID will be passed. You have Boris Johnson telling you that in two months, the whole COVID rules are going to be expire in the UK. And on the surface, everybody looks at this and says, we're winning, we're winning. We're not. We haven't done anything yet. We haven't won. We've complied. And what they've accomplished in this, in this whole time, is they have literally set things up to where they have their, they have their base group of people that are injected. That's your test body. They're also the groups that are, they know eventually will die off. They've advanced the mRNA technology, they've expanded CRISPR technology, and they've built a global 5G grid. This whole fight right now is ultimately about putting people into a matrix and getting them chipped and tagged so just like animals, you can't move. We have to find ways through this. And the, the groups that they dislike the most, obviously, are the anti-vax. Because they're the true patriots. We have to go backwards to the way that we see the world, the way our colonists saw the world, our founding fathers saw the world, when they themselves were facing similar problems. And though it may not be to the magnitude of Skynet, it was equally huge. They were dependent on the goods coming from the Virginia Company, Hudson Bay Company, all of those tied and linked to the crown. When they started to break away, they started to create local economies. They started to work with local barter. They started to make a definitive decision locally to stop buying from these corporate entities. Our dollars are powerful mechanisms. The banks don't work if we don't use their system. And it's not easy to break from it. I'm not telling you it is. But we have to start making the small baby steps to make this happen in any way we can because if we don't do this, their grip and squeeze on us is going to get so intense that it's not going to be possible to break free. They have the resources because we have paid them to have resources. Our tax dollars being used against us, our compliance being used against us, our willful obedience to their rules being used against us. So as we continue this fight, we have to literally start to take a bold stand and there should be no fear in this because ultimately we're coming to a place of fearlessness and should already be there in our walk with Christ and God. There's no, it shouldn't be any hesitation. Our need to build community, our need to build fellowship and work within our communities has never been more extreme. And these are the sorts of discussions that we need to be having with our local community. Put the vax thing aside as much as it's a pain in the backside and as much as it's difficult to deal with those that are vaxxed, we need to get them through their heads some simple things. People need to be asked these questions. Do you want to be living in a world where artificial intelligence manages your life? Do you want to be living in a world 
where robotics replaces your job and you're given a job to support or be subservient to the robotic system? Do you want to be living in a world where all the things that you ingest into your body are not about te- are not about vaccines, but they're about technologies to modify, control, or manipulate your immune system? Do you want to be living in a world where gene editing becomes a standard, where babies are edited at, a, at before they're born to have certain traits, where people are edited to have certain effects? Today, they announced that they had completed the the tests on rats with gene editing to make them violent hunters by clicking on the kill switch in their DNA. See how this is going? They aren't stopping. And this illusion that this whole thing is going to be changed by 2022, this is one of the big pushes, must vote, it's going to change in 2022. The only changes we're going to be able to affect that are going to make a significant difference is in our very local counties and their critical elections. Because those counties, each county that starts to wake up can start leveraging and making decisions in a county of what they will and won't accept. A county can vote to get rid of 5G, but we haven't seen it done yet. We can push these measures to start extracting out their infrastructure and imposing our organic infrastructure within, but it's going to take a hard fight at the ground. They have everybody looking at the strategic level, everybody looking up at the presidency, everybody looking up at the federal. That's the sleight of hand right there. Nothing happens, nothing changes at that level because those structural heads are controlled and owned by the military industrial complex, by the pharmaceutical complex and biomedical and by the banking institutions. At the local level, we still have room to breathe. And all of these ideas, that, like the county-by-county county model, the financial model, these sorts of things of creating new and innovating new ways of going ahead, looking in the past and finding new ways forward that are not dependent upon their infrastructure are going to be the key to our survival. And I literally mean those words, the key to our survival. God does not expect us to sit on our butt and wait for his return. We have a fight to do. We've been dropped effectively behind enemy lines, and we have a lot of work to do. But we've been so distracted, and they have done a masterful job of using their information to distract us, to move left to right, to keep our eyes moving up, down, everywhere, that we're not focused on what's before us. The simple issue is we must exodus this economy. We must break away from this economy. And to do this, we have to reestablish the fundamentals of how we're going to do that based on the traditions and knowledge that is passed on both through scripture and the histories that we have. We can do this. There's no question about it, but it's not going to be an easy walk. But again, the narrow gate is never said to be easy. Few find it. But the result of this is a walk with God and alignment with Christ that is unprecedented. And in so doing it, we will rise. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you for this time that we come together. And we thank you for everything that you bless us with and the strength that you give us during this time. Lord, we ask for eyes to see clearly in this way ahead as we watch and witness how the enemy is operating, for us to take notes and observe rather than to be afraid or cower, to start thinking with our minds that you've given us, to think dimensionally, not laterally, to think in terms of infinites, not one and two or zero and one. Lord, we ask that you'll guide us in this way to help us open up our thinking, to free us from the, from the constraints of this current living prison to, that works overtime to limit the way we see the world and to be forced to accept their offerings, their choice, their solutions. Lord, we know that through the wisdom that you give us, through our hearts that are open to you, that we can do anything, that we can achieve a breakaway. And we also know this is not going to be an easy path. Just ask that we humble ourselves before you, that you can bless us with that awakening, that clarity of sight, that blessing to be able to work together, to work solutions together fearlessly to find our way out, to find those small successes and elevate them up to masterclass wins, and to continue to innovate together to find a way forward that looks back before we boldly jump into the future. And we say these things in Christ Jesus' name. Amen. It's truly an exciting time, but it's a demanding time. And the point of a lot of this discussion is don't get complacent. Don't get comfortable. 
These people are not stupid. In spite of what the Q program always tries to say, these people are stupid. No, they're not. They're actually very brilliant. They've come up with multiple ways of playing you and playing us all. It's the good cop, bad cop. It's the, it's the evil versus good. It's always binary. And as soon as we can break through those binary solutions and start looking at things from a different lens, learning from our history, looking at what's before us, innovating new solutions, coming together to find ways through this, we will be victorious. But right now, the voice of the people have, has gotten them to a point where they're morphing the game. And they're offering the little tidbits to give people to go back to sleep. And many are taking it. Don't fall for the tricks. Stay persistent. We have to continue to push forward to the hardest levels of truth. Expose it all. Get rid of the idols that are before us. Shatter all of that worship other than in one worship and belief. And that's in God Almighty. So keep your head up and eyes forward. Never bow to evil. Never relent. Always press into this fight. Now, more than ever, is we need our prayers. And those prayers have to be focused on a pathway that God is going to lead us on. And he's doing it. The doors are open that only he can open. God is with us. He'll never forsake us. And in the end, God does win. We have a role in that fight, not to be complacent, but to be solid, steadfast, and continue to work in our neighborhoods to awaken to bring people closer to Christ, and to establish the strength in our resilience and sovereignty in this time. I'll see you tonight for Fishers of Men. Until then, or until the next time. God bless, and out for now. We shall pay any price, bear any burden, meet any hardship, support any friend, oppose any foe to assure the survival and the success of liberty. Every thoughtful citizen who despairs of war and wishes to bring peace should begin by looking inward, by examining his own attitude towards the possibilities of peace. Too many of us think it is impossible. Too many think it is unreal. But that is a dangerous, defeatist belief. It leads to the conclusion that war is inevitable, that mankind is doomed, that we are gripped by forces we cannot control. We need not accept that view. Our problems are man-made. Therefore, they can be solved by man. And man can be as big as he wants. No problem of human destiny is beyond human beings. Man's reason and spirit have often solved the seemingly unsolvable, and we believe they can do it again. Surely the opening vistas of space promise high costs and hardships, as well as high reward. So it is not surprising that some would have us stay where we are a little longer to rest to wait, but this city of Houston, this state of Texas, this country of the United States was not built by those who waited and rested and wished to look behind them. This country was conquered by those who move forward, and so will space. We choose to go to the moon in this decade and do the other thing, not because they are easy, but because they are hard because that challenge is one that we're willing to accept. The energy, the faith, the devotion, which we bring to this endeavor, will light our country and all who serve it. And so, my fellow Americans, ask not what your country can do for you, ask what you can do for your country.
old evil that has waited thousands of years to show its face. It has only one intent, to destroy God's light and to enslave. It has no scruples, it has no rules but one, to win at any cost. But we will never bow, for we are the remnant that will hold the line. This is war. We fight. We push. We climb. We never give in. We become the nightmare that evil didn't know could exist. We pray. We stand. We live by the words, in God we trust. We fear nothing. We are the light that can never be extinguished. We are patriots. We are the digital army that will help deliver God's wrath. <laughs>